Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody, and happy Aloha Friday. We have a nice day ahead of us. Our trade winds, not as strong as what we'd like to see, but they are still here. They've been here the last few days, blowing up to about 15 miles an hour, and those are the speeds that we're expecting to see once again for today. So humidity levels may be up a bump later on. For the most part, though, it's a really nice, comfortable start to the day at the moment, and it's pretty out there. We do have some Low-level clouds, though, that are streaming over the state, and you can see that coming through on the satellite. Some high clouds coming up from the south as well, but those look like they're just to the west of Kauai, with some just now starting to reach Hawaii Island. So that high to our north is going to be strengthening in the next couple of days as we go island by island real quick. We'll see the forecast highs and conditions. And good news is it looks like we're going to be dealing with, again, a very similar weather pattern to the last couple of days. And although our winds aren't as strong as we would typically like to see, they are still blowing strong enough to keep humidity levels low and of course our windward sections wet which you just saw on the radar there a few offshore showers being pulled on shore steep forecast high today of 92 degrees partly to mostly sunny skies partly sunny wind for the windward areas and mostly sunny and drier for the leeward sides highest rainfall chance is going to be in the morning and overnight hours a key model often cited by top health officials has raised its projections for COVID deaths in the country. The model is from the University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. It's now predicting more than 410,000 coronavirus deaths in the U.S. by January. That means another 224,000 Americans could die in just the next four months. The model points to declining mask use in some regions and warns the death toll could be much higher if all restrictions are eased. The prediction coming as our state health department goes through more changes. Dr. Sarah Park, the state epidemiologist and one of the leaders in the efforts here, is now taking a leave of absence. In a statement, a department spokesperson did not elaborate on why she was on leave. Her absence came just a day after we learned that the doctor who replaced her as head of the state's contact tracing took an abrupt leave of absence. Dr. Emily Roberson was reportedly frustrated over the department's chain of command. And earlier this week, Department of Health Director Bruce Anderson announced he was retiring in less than two weeks. Uh, even Dr. Parker herself said we, we need a robust contact tracing program. Unfortunately, none of those things uh, were happening. And I think it just came to a head because the numbers are, are really high. Uh, they're not going down as fast as we would like. And it, unless uh, Department of Health seems forced to do these, take these measures on increasing uh, testing capacity and increasing our contact tracing program, uh, they've been extremely reluctant. While Dr. Park is on leave, we're told Deputy Director Danette Wong-Tomiyasu is in charge of all disease investigation activities under the Disease Outbreak Control Division. As the Department of Health deals with internal changes, the virus is still very active here. There have been four more deaths. Our death toll now at 79. The victims were two men and two women, all suffering from previous health conditions. We also surpassed 9,000 cases of COVID-19 in Hawaii with the addition of 211 new cases yesterday. 
We're also learning about three positive cases within the UH Manoa community. The university says two are students who live in separate on-campus housing buildings. They and three roommates have been moved off campus. And officials say the infected students do not have any in-person classes this semester. The third case is an employee who was last on campus August 30th. UH says the health department is conducting contact tracing. Later this morning, another round of surge testing gets underway, this time at Aloha Stadium. Dallas Ontiveros joins us now live with the details. Dallas? Good morning, Christine. That's right. It's happening today, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday here at Aloha Stadium from 9 in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's all part of the surge testing that we've been seeing for over a week now. Now, like we've been saying the entire time, you really need to pre-register at doineedacovid19test.com. Again, that website is doineedacovid19test.com. is a website where, where you can pre-register ahead of time. That way, the healthcare workers and the people who are working this uh, surge testing then have your information and just makes the whole process a whole lot quicker but you do not need a doctor's note you do not need any symptoms you do not need any money to uh, go to the surge testing it's really to give you that peace of mind and to just let you know what's going on but when we talk about our surge testing here we've really seen some of the biggest surge testing in the state of Hawaii so far I mean two days this week on the H3 freeway we saw thousands of people come through you know over the weekend I'm sure we're expected to see thousands to come through as well but so far, when we look at the surge testing and the numbers, you know, there has been a little bit over 15,000 test samples that have been collected so far. And out of that number right there, 92 have came back positive. And I know that sounds really low, and you're probably thinking, how is that really possible? But that's the number we're getting out of the officials right now. That's really less than 1%. So we're going to continue to monitor the situation when it comes to the surge testing, especially when the numbers do come out, because it really tells us a little bit about the other factors that are tied into this whole experience that we're going through right now. So as far as the Aloha Stadium goes, you know, we haven't seen any type of action so far. We've seen a couple healthcare workers and members from the National Guard kind of arrive to the scene to set things up. But usually when it comes to surge testing, we see a little bit of the lining up process or the action start anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour before the actual event. So we'll continue to give you updates throughout Wake Up Today and our Take Two program and also online at khon2.com where you can read more information on this Labor Day weekend surge testing. Until then, reporting from outside Aloha Stadium, Dallas Navarro's KHON2 News, working for Hawaii. Thank you, Dallas. 7.08 right now, and the NFL is loosening its strict policy against having anything to do with sports betting. That's right. In May, the league voted to allow teams to sign sponsorship deals with gambling entities. Now, the first team to place its bets was the Denver Broncos. In fact, they signed a trio of gambling sponsorships, one with FanDuel Group that includes stadium signage, Another with BetMGM that features a sports betting lounge at Mile High and a sports betting app. Fans won't actually be able to place wagers at the stadium betting lounges and the stadium signage won't be showing up on broadcasts. The team also will not benefit from any bets placed by fans. Bronco officials say the rule change strictly opened up another sponsorship opportunity as revenue declines and the season opens up with fanless games.
And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KJON to go.